Hey, I'm Tara Saraban, and you're listening to World's Dumbest Criminals, an upbeat podcast about deadbeat crims. If you're keen to hear about the most ridiculous, bizarre and downright stupid criminals and crime stories in the world ever, you've come to the right place. In today's episode, I'll be talking about an Aussie woman who flashed her boobs at one of the Google camera cars as appearing on Google Maps was on her bucket list. A Las Vegas limo driver who drove onto the tarmac at the airport with a fake bomb because he wanted to hijack a plane and fly to Area 51 to look for aliens, and much more. It is a very silly episode indeed. Alrighty, let's get cracking. In January 2015, disability support worker Karen Davis from Port Pirie in South Australia saw a chance to tick something off her bucket list, and boy did she take it. 38-year-old single mother Karen was in her front yard with a male friend and two of her sons aged 10 and 6 when she saw the Google Maps car filming in her street. Shy, retiring wallflower Karen had always wanted to flash her titties at the Google camera cars and have them end up on Google Maps. She told the Port Piri recorder, I look at Google Maps a lot and I wanted to be on there and I thought this was the way to do it. Seizing the opportunity with both hands and both boobs, Karen lifted up her T-shirt to flash the car as it drove past. Worried that the cameras may not have suitably captured her tatas in all their glory, she chased after the car down the street to ensure her chesticles had indeed got their 15 minutes of fame. Karen explained to the Daily Mail, Appearing on Google Maps was on my bucket list, and I have a friend in the UK, and we Google Map each other's houses all the time, so I thought I'd give him something to look at. She didn't know whether or not her tits-out moment would actually be featured on Google Maps, but she said she was delighted that it was. In the picture, Karen is holding her hands in the air and waving them around like she just don't care. Her t-shirt is pulled up around her neck, exposing her K-sized titties like the Girls Gone Wild team have caught her on spring break, 17 jello shots in, and promised her they'd give her a free t-shirt. Except that she's in a suburban neighbourhood in broad daylight and her sons are playing in the background. The picture of Karen's outgoing knockers was initially posted uncensored and she hoped the powers that be at Google Maps wouldn't be a buzzkill and blur out her majestic hooters. She said, Oh, I would hope not because it's a bit like freedom of speech. I'm hoping Google will give me a t-shirt. I think Karen meant that she hoped they'd give her a t-shirt for being a good sport and sharing her memories with the whole wide world, not because they thought she could do with some nipple-covering fabric. However, this Google t-shirt was not to be. Google soon caught on to her brazen display and blurred Karen's boobs out before deciding to blur all of her into near oblivion in the picture. Now what's her friend from the UK going to look at, huh? Huh? 
After the image went viral, Karen received a lot of backlash online, calling her antics pure filth and saying that she was a bad mother. Many people took to Facebook to question her parenting skills. One stated, I'm sure your children will be proud of their mother. That is probably going to cause them a lot of embarrassment. While another said, oh goodness, can't even begin to imagine how her children are feeling. But don't worry, Karen didn't let the criticism get to her too much and seemed to think that it all stemmed from flat-chested women who were jealous of her. She told the Daily Mail, They are narrow-minded people who are not happy with their own bodies. All the flat titty chicks think I am disgusting. Big boob envy has hit Port Peary. I think maybe some need to start their own bucket list and leave mine alone. When asked about her kid's reaction to her tits-out antics, she said, My son thinks it's pretty cool. I spoke to him yesterday after all this blew up and he said, Oh, cool, Mum. I'm in the picture too. He knew I was going to do something in front of the Google car, but he wasn't aware of what I was actually doing. After it happened, we all had a big laugh about it. There were, of course, some breast men who leapt to Karen's defence online. One said, Oh, let her go. She's having some fun. Port Beery people need to lighten up a bit. If more lovely ladies would get them out more often, the world would be a much happier place. I mean, sure, for that guy. I worry that if you follow that thought through to its logical conclusion, women who don't get their tits out for the lads may end up being blamed for all the sadness in the world. And seriously, we don't need that shit. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The story of Karen's worldwide boob flash made worldwide media and was even covered by Playboy magazine. This was an exciting prospect to Karen, who revealed, I have always said I would do Playboy, but uh, they haven't contacted me. She was, however, contacted by many men on Facebook who must have liked what they saw, with one even offering to fly her to Sydney. While speaking to 9MSN, Karen said, Oh, a guy from Sydney wants to fly me over. And I said I had three children. And he went, oh, and left it there, which I thought was quite funny. That guy doesn't know me and you should never trust anyone. Just because I have a nice rack doesn't mean I'm a nice person, even though I am. He probably needs to think about why he's wanting strange people to come see him. And it's not just the young men trying to sneak into Karen's DMs. She said, I've had a few older people being like, your eyes are nice. And I'm just like, whatever. I can see through that. 
Yeah, older people. What are you looking at her eyes for? Her boobs are down there. Get your shit together. When it comes down to it, Karen reckons people have overreacted a bit and made a mountain out of a molehill. She stated, People either hate me or love me around here. People are saying I'm a bad mum, that I shouldn't have done it with my kids in the background, in front of small children. I think it's quite hilarious, because it's not like my vagina was on there. People are acting like it was my vagina. It's just boobies. They show them on TV. Unfortunately for Karen, the police did not see her shenanigans the same way. They released a press statement saying that because Karen pursued the Google car to make sure she was filmed exposing her breasts, that it was in fact an illegal act. Superintendent Scott Denny told media, The woman's actions were the same as someone flashing their genitals, and the public expectation is that we take action. It is not appropriate for anyone to expose themselves in public places. Recently in Port Pirie, we arrested a man for exposing himself in public. This incident is no different. See, I beg to differ. She didn't expose her genitals. Like she said, it wasn't her vagina. And I doubt anyone was scared that she was going to try and rape them. So it's very, very different. Although Karen was initially charged with disorderly behaviour, the Port Pirie recorder reported that she has since had her charges dropped. The case didn't go to court, she wasn't fined, she simply received a letter that essentially said, don't do it again. Despite the public outcry and the police warning, Karen claims that she wants to do it again the next time the Google Maps car is in the area. She explained her cunning plan, saying... I want to start a movement and do it in a big group. If we wear a mask, they won't know it's us. This was pre-COVID, so she wouldn't have meant medical masks. She would have meant costume masks like Winnie the Pooh or Frankenstein or Michael Myers' creepy William Shatner mask from Halloween. Which is quite an image. When asked if she had any regrets about how this tit show went down, Karen replied, Definitely not. It was just for a laugh. And how many people can say they flashed the Google car? I do hate to be a party pooper, but literally hundreds of people have, if not thousands. But I gotta say, nobody has done it more enthusiastically than Karen. One Baker 7, we have a 431 at 1st and Alameda Code 3. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. On December 8th, 2021, a man named Matthew Hancock drove a limousine through security fences at McGarren International Airport in Las Vegas. 
According to the 36-year-old's arrest report, the police received a call about a limo driver doing donuts in the car park of JSX Airline. You wouldn't think a limo could spin in tight enough circles to do doughies, but apparently it can. For his next trick, Matthew drove the limo through both inner and outer airport security gates before turning his hand at stunt driving among the aircraft on the tarmac. He then got out of the limo, put on a clown mask and told nearby airport workers that he had a bomb in his car. Not wanting to be blown up by a creepy limo-driving clown so close to Christmas, they ran for cover. Security evacuated the area and Matthew drove off, only to be stopped by the police and arrested. He told officers that he had a shotgun and a gasoline device in his car and that they should address him as the chosen one. He also told the cops that his plan was to steal a plane and fly to Area 51 to look for aliens. Because of course it was! When police searched his vehicle, they found a hoax bomb device worthy of a cartoon villain. It was an oxygen tank with a pressure gauge on top, festively wrapped in Christmas lights with metal objects attached to it to make it look more like a bomb. In subsequent interviews with the police, Matthew told them a number of tall stories. He said he had high security clearance, he was involved with the mob, and that someone owed him millions of dollars. He also claimed to be TikTok famous. Surprisingly, one of these things was actually true. On November 11th, a video of Matthew erratically driving a limo on Sunset Strip, hurtling through lanes, doing doughies, driving backwards at speed and almost hitting other vehicles, was uploaded to TikTok and Twitter. It went viral and was reported on by a number of news outlets. The police eventually chased him down and cited him for misdemeanor reckless driving. On December 8th, before Matthew caused a hullabaloo by driving psycho on the tarmac at Vegas Airport and dressing up like a clown bomber, he took some time out of his hectic schedule to make threatening phone calls to a law firm. Adam Kuttner is a personal injury lawyer who helps people who've been hurt in accidents get compensation. The receptionist at Kuttner's law practice called police to report that a man, who said he was the chosen one, had repeatedly called up and told them that he'd planted highly volatile substances in Kuttner's vehicles. All eight of his calls to the law firm were recorded, and in each one he demanded money and to speak to Kuttner directly, saying otherwise he would release sensitive information and videos of Kuttner involving women which is vague <laughs> involving women the police and bomb squad were brought in to investigate but found no trace of any highly volatile substances i have no idea why matthew has such a hard on for adam cutner but it's an enduring one after his arrest, he insisted that Kuttner was his attorney, which wasn't true and wouldn't have been helpful even if it was since he's a personal injury lawyer. The police told media that Matthew already had a criminal record for obstructing a police officer, violating protection orders and domestic violence. 
He was charged with trespassing, making a threat or providing false information about an act of terror, and dispersing a hoax substance. A judge set his bail at $150,000. Since Matthew didn't make it to Area 51 to look for aliens, and it's likely he'll be behind bars for a while, hopefully the aliens will come looking for him instead. 1832, Now it's time for Legend of the Week. Well, sort of. As I'm putting out episodes fortnightly for the moment, this isn't a weekly feature, and this guy isn't really much of a legend either. In the early hours of February 25th, 2013, a man dressed up in a full Batman costume handed over a wanted man to a Bradford police station. 27-year-old Daniel Frayne was subsequently charged with offences related to handling stolen goods and fraud. The local police wrote about the incident on their Facebook page saying... Last week, we had a very strange occurrence at the police station when a male wanted for an offence in our area was escorted into our help desk by Batman. He stated to the staff, I've caught this one for you, and then promptly vanished into the night to fight crime and the fear of crime in Bradford. We do not know the identity of the man dressed as Batman and do not know if he is friends with the man who was handed in. The Batman in question was later revealed to not be the real Batman. Plot twist! He was actually 39-year-old Chinese food delivery driver Stan Warby. Bat-Stan told media that he agreed to go with his friend to the station after he'd been to London for a football match. Apparently he wore the Batman costume to the game. Why? I don't know. I don't know dick about football. Maybe everyone dresses up in a costume when they go to a game in London. This catchy headline from the Daily Mail last October is making me think the answer might be yes. Newcastle tell fans to stop wearing culturally inappropriate Saudi Arabia fancy dress at matches, if they wouldn't normally, after dozens donned homemade kefirs to pay tribute to new owners. Batstan explained to the media, I didn't bother getting changed. I just took him down as Batman. Obviously, it was a joke between me and him. He also mentioned feeling a bit self-conscious about how lumpy he looked in the Batman suit when pictures of him at the police station were published by news outlets. He said he was wearing a full tracksuit underneath the Batman outfit and that made him look more paunchy than he would have normally. Although he did tell the Telegraph... I'm no superhero. I eat kebabs. I never run anywhere. The furthest I walk is from my house to my car. Batstan later accompanied his mate Daniel to court, but he was dressed in his regular clothes. Daniel was not happy about the media attention and made rude gestures at photographers and cussed out reporters as he was leaving the court. Less than two months later... Our hero, Batstan, went to the dark side. He joined his mate, Daniel, for a spot of thieving. He was charged with burglary after the pair stole power tools from someone's garage. 
Batstan was found guilty and handed a six-month suspended sentence and 200 hours of community work. Because he's the hero Gotham deserves, but not the one it needs right now. To finish up, I have a few punchline crimes for you. These are cases with hardly any information available, and they sound more like jokes than something that actually happened. In April 1995, a 5'6", 270-pound man robbed two Pittsburgh banks in one day. He didn't attempt to hide his face and was clearly picked up by CCTV cameras as he threatened tellers with a gun. The footage was broadcast on the local news that night. Tips came in straight away and by midnight the police arrested MacArthur Wheeler for the robberies. When the cops knocked on his door, Wheeler was completely gobsmacked that they'd traced the crimes back to him. As they were cuffing him, he said to officers incredulously, But I wore the juice! See, Wheeler told the police that he'd rubbed lemon juice on his face to make it invisible to security cameras. He knew that lemon juice could be used as invisible ink and concluded that by the same principle, it should make his face invisible to the security cameras. The police said he was not on drugs or in a delusional state, just very mistaken, and some might say incredibly dumb. Now I'm going to tell you about another Aussie woman whose bucket list got her in trouble with the law. In July 2017, police executed a search warrant at the home of 55-year-old Queenslander Anne Snowden. They discovered a glass pipe, methamphetamine and a metal grinder. Anne pleaded guilty to charges of possession of illegal drugs and drug paraphernalia. The court heard that she had no criminal record, was not a drug addict, and only had the drugs in her possession, as it was on her bucket list to do meth. Her defence lawyer told the magistrate his client's bucket list had been a stupid idea. I gotta wonder what else was on her list. Try to rob a martial arts dojo while dressed as a centipede? Get tasered by the cops dancing naked in a KFC parking lot. Steal a kangaroo from Australia Zoo and teach it to ride a unicycle. Yeah, nah, I'm being ridiculous. Another thing on her bucket list was to go skydiving because nobody writes one without putting skydiving on it. It's like a rule or something. Google Tits Karen had skydiving on her bucket list too, but she wanted to do it topless because she's Google Tits Karen. In December 2015, a Florida Fish and Wildlife officer noticed 60-year-old James Bates speeding through a manatee zone off the coast of Port Charlotte without his boat lights on. When the officer pulled the boat over, Bates appeared to be off his tits on something, or possibly a variety of things. I mean, why else would he have chosen the moment the officer climbed aboard the boat to take a dump over the side of the vessel? Welcome to my boat. Flop. 
He also threw a few dope joints into the water, no doubt to hide evidence, but also possibly for the manatees to enjoy at their leisure. As the officer attempted to arrest Bates, he became increasingly aggressive and threatened to beat him up. According to the arrest report, Bates kept fighting the officer until he pepper-sprayed him into line. Then he told the officer that instead of arresting him, he should have just beat his ass and left him there and no one would have known. Unsurprisingly, Bates failed a sobriety test. He was charged with dumping raw human waste, boating under the influence. (laughs) Marijuana possession, drug paraphernalia possession, resisting arrest, interfering with a wildlife officer and tampering with evidence. I do wonder what the manatees thought of that spectacle. It was probably just a regular day for them. Those Florida manatees have no doubt seen some nutty shit. This brings me to the end of the episode. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe if you want to stay up to date with all future episodes. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. If you want more dumb criminals in your life, you could join our World's Dumbest Criminals podcast Facebook group or follow us on Twitter at WD Criminals Pod and Instagram at World's Dumbest Criminals Podcast. If you'd like to support the show and get access to ad-free episodes, monthly bonus episodes and a variety of merchandise, head on over to Patreon and search for World's Dumbest Criminals. Till next time. Look after yourself, stay out of trouble, and whatever you do, don't commit a crime that makes you end up on this podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.